What the Tech Africa podcast powered by Techno Nigeria. Stop at nothing. Metaverse, NFT, Web3. These are three words that have dominated the tech space this past month of 2022. I mean, I was just talking about how I feel like every new year, there's a new theme dominating the internet. And right now it is Web3. If you haven't heard of it, where have you been? You've probably been under the tree or under the stone somewhere. (laughs) Anyway, everyone is talking about it with companies across different industries rapidly shaping their plans and strategies for the next technology platform. So today on the podcast, I have with me Osaze Raphael, a software engineer, blockchain and Bitcoin developer. Hello, Raphael. Hello, Jessica. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So first thing first, tell us, what's your, like, how are you feeling about the Web3, NFT, Metaverse? How's it making you feel? I'm very excited, basically, because Web3, the Metaverse has actually brought a lot of possibilities and new technologies, basically new type of applications and all that. And I'm really, really excited. So a lot of us say Web3, but Web3 is basically just a JavaScript library we use for interacting with the blockchain. So um, the red term to use is Web3.0. Mm. which is like um, a new iteration of the web, which is it's powered by artificial intelligence and decentralization. So um, it's kind of just making a lot of people have power instead of, okay, making a lot of people have power over data instead of the big tech companies, like what we have in a web 2.0 space um, where only the big tech companies really have power over data. So we're trying to make things decentralized and we're making things smarter, basically. So that's what Web 3.0 is all about. Okay. Now, I heard you say something about Web 2.0. There was a Web 2.0. Yeah, we had Web 1.0, Web 2.0. So why is Web 3 different? Because I feel like everybody's talking about it. Why did I not hear Web 1.0? You know, we all are getting more digital savvy these days. We had Web 1, we have Web 2. And since we all are becoming digital savvy, so it's like everybody's interested in it. Everybody's paying attention to yeah, it right Yeah, now. so there was Web 1, there was Web 2. So Web 1 was like the first web itself where we just had static things and all that. Then we started having Web 2 where we can interact with the web and all that. Now we're having Web 3. Okay. So how does this link to the whole metaverse, the NFTs? How are they? Okay, we're just going to talk about everything. So uh, the metaverse is basically just a digital 3D world. Just like everything we have physically, we're tech, trying to take it digital. Just like I was reading an article yesterday, JP Morgan is like the first company to have a digital bank where like they've created a digital bank in the metaverse. Mm. So just like everything we have physically, buying and selling of goods and all that, want to have it digitally too. Because you know when COVID came, COVID affected a lot of business. So we all were at home and all that. So everything was basically done digitally at that time. So I think business leaders are trying to avoid such a scenario if there's a lockdown again we have the metaverse to do everything we want to do ah so that's it basically so you can create your own artwork you can create your own avatar in the metaverse you can buy you can sell so that's where nft comes in into the metaverse though because basically it's a digital platform you can't use this money you have to use something mm. digital you have to use your crypto tokens you have to use nfts and all that do those sort of trade so that's um Basically, and right now it's even getting more interesting because Facebook are kind of creating. Um, okay, Facebook have um, 
they're not called meta. Mm-hmm. So they have rebranded to meta. So they're creating a kind of globe now where you can also feel in the metaverse. You can actually sh- shake somebody in the metaverse and feel it. So they're doing a lot of exciting stuff. Okay, that's like creating a world in another world. Yeah, like we have decentralized land and other things like having your own land in the metaverse. And, ah, do you be scared? No, it's the not second really. coming of Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just basically, I, I think it's the tech inclusion and the population of the world now is lots of, like we have more of young people, Gen Z, Gen X, than the old <laughs> people. And this sets of people, this set of people are kind of interested in technology. So I guess a lot of people are kind of very interested in technology these days. And you can see like during the lockdown, the rise of video streaming platforms like Zoom. Then we saw things like Clubhouse came to existence. Now we're seeing Twitter spaces and all that. Because COVID kind of changed the way we interact with things forever. Nobody wants to, everybody wants to work remotely now. And it's kind of difficult. I, I like, there'll be a lot of attrition rates right now if you try to force your staff to like, you must come to the office and all that. Everybody <laughs> wants that freedom. So so the metaverse, that's why the metaverse is interesting. Uh, you just talked about work and in my head I'm thinking, it doesn't mean one day I'd go to the office in the metaverse. Like, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Like, there, I think there was this, um, what I was watching, was it on Twitch or something where an artist was hosting a digital show in the metaverse. He was hosting his concert in the metaverse where you can attend in the metaverse. Wow. So you come with your own avatar and mm. it's performing in the metaverse. Yeah, I mean, I saw um, Buju. I saw he, I think he released a song. Yeah, an and then on Instagram, it was actually his avatar and everything. That yeah. was, did you see that? Yeah. It was very interesting. So yeah, it's on NFT collections. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, we're going here. So, so that's new. That, that's interesting to see. Yeah. But how visible is it? I know that you're trying to create another world in another world, but let's take it for real. Let's take Nigeria, for instance, right? Yeah. Nigeria is a population of 200, 200 million, last I checked. Yeah. How many people are actually technologically inclined? How many people intend to move to another world where you're on internet to connect to another person? Like, how visible is it? Um, I think in Nigeria, if we use Nigeria as a case study, we have more young people. Yes, we do. The the population of the young, the young are more than the old. So I think a whole lot of young people. And these days, nobody wants stress. <laughs> like does metaverse take out? You take away no, the like, stress. Um, it doesn't really take out the stress, but you can do a lot of things from the comfort of your home. Okay. You can do it like because if you if you look at the metaverse before the metaverse, we had virtual reality. And virtual reality was actually selling where we could, you could see people boxing in the yeah. virtual and play those kind of games. And so the metaverse just is a connection of virtual reality using tokenization, NFTs, and all that. All those features together just bring about the metaverse. All right, that makes sense. I mean, I look forward to it and also the opportunities that it lies. Yeah, a lot of opportunities actually. Now, let's talk about the opportunities because that's what I was going to. I was going to say, okay, I know that people, you know, once Twitter in Nigeria, Twitter NG starts to talk about things, I think immediately people start to have FOMO, you know, like fear of missing out. Yeah, and nobody yeah, wants yeah. to miss out. Oh my God. So now, for somebody who is listening to this and thinking, oh my God, I don't want to miss out. I want to be part of this, you know, how they get started, what they need to learn, what words, like, where, where they start from, what they need to do. Um, You know, to actually, when it comes to tech, to actually get into it, you have to, like, practice it in tech you just have to do it you have to be practical about it so if you want to get into it you you have to actually start learning these things and learn about nft learn about DeFi, learn about the metaverse and you you can start by creating your own avatar for for nfts you can start by buying your own nft collection buying a collection or just buying one nft and all that and actually seeing how those things work 
So um, basically, you know, when a new technology erupts, uh, it comes to a lot of opportunities and everybody doesn't want to miss out. So you can see when Facebook rebranded as Meta, we could see Twitter quickly, um, Twitter, um, Jack Dorsey resigned and mm-hmm. rebranded one of, one of his companies as Block. And you can see Microsoft too is doing its own stuff. Everybody's just trying to get a piece of the cake and yeah so nobody wants to miss out and it's a whole lot it's, it's an exciting opportunity that everyone wants to get into so I think as a young person you should also think of how to really get into this thing so I myself I'm getting into it you guys I so tell <laughs> us what you're doing tell us what, what exactly are you doing to get into it you know okay so funny enough I learned about this old Bitcoin thing okay I started with Bitcoin I learned about Bitcoin in 2017 so the, the first company I actually worked for in tech space was a Bitcoin company because I can say this old thing we have now was as a result of the success of Bitcoin. So the first company I worked for was a Bitcoin company. Then when the Bitcoin crash came, <laughs> I ran out to it. Well, I just had to leave. I, I stopped believing in Bitcoin. <laughs> then, yeah, funny enough, uh, now I trust Bitcoin more because after the crash, you could see it went up and the old COVID thing just made the need for having a digital currency. See, during COVID, the, wow, it went... It was mad. Everything just, the old digital thing just went up and up and up. So I started believing in Bitcoin and you see, okay, I don't know if I can go to talk about history because when Bitcoin was successful, Ethereum came up too because Bitcoin was successful, but Bitcoin was just like digital currency. So the blockchain technology, some like Vitalik Buterin, the co-founder of Ethereum, wanted a programmable blockchain. He saw that this technology could be used for something more. So he wanted a programmable blockchain and he did Ethereum. So when Ethereum became successful, we have things like NFTs, we have things like DeFi, DEXs, DAOs and all that. And so after Ethereum, other third generation blockchains started building. And as that's just what the exciting thing about technology. When a new technology is out, we can only improve on it. And this improvements bring a whole lot of other things. So we're just talking about NFTs now. We're talking about Metaverse. There'll be a whole lot of other interesting things coming that we have not even seen because People keep building. So how do you like stay up to date? They're like, today there's this one, tomorrow you're that one. Like, how do you even stay up to date? Uh, I've chosen tech career, so, so, so what I'm going to do uh, is wow. you have to keep reading. And, and But basically, if you're not a tech person or you, you don't want to be like going to the tech, like, I mean, this is my career, it's what I do. But for people who just want to go into investment and all that, you just have to learn, like, because I knew there was a time I invested in family, I didn't know much about family, I lost money. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you want to go into it, you have to like really learn, okay, I want to start with NFT. How does NFT work? How can I be secured in this? Because the internet is a scary place. You have to think about security first before actually doing anything. You have to think, okay, I want to go into NFT. How can I get secured? How can I protect my addresses? How can I protect my private keys? Because this whole crypto and uh, space, your private keys are very important. So if you're using something like an HD wallet, your your menomic seeds or they call it menomic phrase are very important too. So you have to think of how to secure yourself first because there are a lot of people that have been defrauded trying to buy NFTs and all that. So you have to learn about NFTs. Basically, NFTs are just basically non-fungible tokens. That means items that you can't exchange, you can't replace them. You can swap them, but you can't replace them. So that's what NFT is. So... You have to learn about those things, why they are valuable, how to secure yourself, avoid being defrauded and all that. So that's just it. So when you master it, then you can try. 
Uh-huh. Imagine trying to like not be defrauded in a normal world and also trying to think about not being defrauded in a metaverse. It's like two worlds, yeah, my life in yeah, two worlds. Okay, I hear you. Young, young, there's always good and bad. There's always be bad, so it's everywhere. Okay, I, I get you. I know you talked about, um, you know, buying an NFT. So yeah. Like, how much does it cost? How do you buy one? I can say there's no fixed price. It do you have one? Have you bought one? Um, I am building my own NFT marketplace actually. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so very soon we can buy from you. Yeah, ah. but, but like like I said, um, we all we want improvement. So my own, I'm adding some other improvements that other marketplaces don't have at the moment. There will be like authentications and all that, and you can do a whole lot of other things with NFTs. So that's why I say once they are developers, there will always be improvements. So I think the price of NFTs, uh, I, I, it depends on the NFT artist. Oh, you, cannot, okay. you can either set a fixed price or maybe an auction. Mm-hmm. So the auction, you have to bid and um, bid and bid and bid, then the ISV that finally gets... That seems scary. <laughs> Waiting for the highest bid, that you know. Yeah, yeah, you can outbid, continue to outbid the highest person. <laughs> uh, how much do you have? Like, come on, how much is like that's money speaking at that yeah, point? So how many speaking. young people in Nigeria can even afford to start bidding and bidding and bidding? You, you can buy, you can buy early. Some of those NFTs are fixed prices. You can start from buying the the, the ones that are fixed prices, then. Uh, Maybe go for auctions, but it also depends on how the the artist markets the NFT and how. So it depends. Like if like Buju, you are talking about Buju. Yeah. If Buju releases an NFT now, you, you know it should be more valuable than one somebody we don't know releases an NFT. Mm-hmm. Except it markets it enough for us to see how valuable those NFTs are. So and basically these things are just like how you can actually make people believe this NFT is valuable because it's basically the same thing with the physical art we have. Mm-hmm. An artist just comes and draws something and yeah, like, they're like, like Mona Lisa image, for for example, the picture of Mona Lisa, like, I don't know why that stuff is so expensive, <laughs> but that is to tell you what it took him to, mm-hmm. to draw that stuff. So you, you can get a lot of fake, but if you don't have the original, you don't have the original. Yep. So it depends on how this artist can actually sell it. Like, man, if you have this, this is the process of building this old stuff and all that. So, you know, a lot of people right now to tell you, okay, a bit of this money is going to charity and yeah. all that. And I just try to make make it valuable. So basically, people buy value. It depends on how you sell it to people. And if they feel it's valuable, they'll buy. That, that's true. If people think it's valuable, they will buy. And I hope that people listening to this definitely feel like this is valuable. And so you definitely keep on listening. Yeah, so bro. now let's talk about the NFT artists. The people who are already saying, oh, they're artists for the metaverse. They're writers. The other day I saw somebody say, oh, she's, an, she's a Web3 writer. She's a this. I'm like, but this thing just came out the other day. How already are these people already artists and writers and community builders and something? something? In fact, someone was telling me, so I work on social media. And someone said, oh my God, I'm going to start a social media media that's all about metaverse my social media is going to be metaverse like this 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 mm. and i'm like how did they how like has it been in existence before we're just finding out all like <laughs> no, they, they already no. they're already ahead of us like how no. did that happen it's the hustle basically you know when technology is done we have pathfinders we have people early users that want to quickly key in mm-hmm. because when something comes out new there's there's a new opportunity basically yeah so there there are some people who are just advent they just want to quickly get in and smith their position before everybody comes in. So when everybody comes in, they are like the big boys. 
Yeah, and yeah. then become gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah, like the big person. And I think the Web3 industry, they are trying to put a lot of write-ups out there, a lot of articles out there. They are, they, they are just trying their videos and all that to actually educate people about what they're trying to do. So I feel someone can easily watch some of those videos and some of the, read some of those articles and get inclined with this thing. And yeah, there'll be more articles. So I guess that's what um, that person is doing. So most of these things are done by the developers that are also um, technical writers that can easily just explain what they are trying to do and where they are headed. So, and um, yeah, new opportunities for young people. Young, new young people get employed. So as a young person, you should be looking at how to key into this thing and yeah, get employed. So, so tell us the opportunities that are there. I know I've heard somebody talk about a writer for Web3, developer, artist. Like, who else can get into it? A lot of people can get into it. Um, okay, you were talking about um, the NFT artists. You know, before this old NFT thing, we had, um, we call them... Um, what they call graphic designers, basically. Yeah. So, you know, so NFT have packaged them a bit right now. So they're still graphic designers. Most of them still do graphics, <laughs> but you know, then graphics was not so valuable. You could just, but, but yeah, now, Canva. instead of putting the energy in doing graphics, why not just put the energy in designing a beautiful art and, you know, you can sell it online and make money. So, so that's the power of technology. So instead of, like, that's just what you can do. So a lot of, you can, you can write now, okay, I think I've written a few NFT articles too, and not NFT, basically Web3 articles. And I currently wrote RAN, which I was paid, like, I've not been paid, but the payments when I'm being paid would be like $350 wow. for one article. So let's say I write like three articles in a month, that's like... One thousand plus dollars for, mm. for writing about Web three. So and that's because you learned you sat down to actually take time to learn like about I it. Learned, like <laughs> like on your own. I'm not guys. Really. I think I think I was, I'm going I was, to Web three. I, I learned. Okay, yeah, I learned Web three on my own, but I didn't learn Bitcoin on my own. Yeah. So there was this program, Kala. There's this program called the Kala program that teaches um, African developers about Bitcoin, Bitcoin core development. So. I was lucky to get it to Kala. So I learned about Bitcoin, learned about the blockchain. So like, I like understand these things like from the mm. technology part. Like I'm not just like a surfaces. I know how it works and all that. So I can easily write about it and talk about so. So basically people need to go and take courses, you know, like learn. Yeah, we are all here to learn. If you're not ready to learn, what are you doing? You just have to die. Like you have to keep learning. That's what we do as humans. I like it. I like. I, I, I'm sitting down here and I'm already thinking. Maybe very soon I'll be recording in a metaverse. I'm going to get yeah, my. You know, are doing that you already. Know, you know, <laughs> I'm getting ready for that world. I was watching one BBC video yesterday and uh, we we're doing some recordings in the metaverse. Like wow. So everybody's just trying to. It's exciting and everybody's just okay. trying to get into it. So we Amazing. should all get into it. Amazing. I'm already getting into it, but I'm here but there. Like, <laughs> Okay, thank you very much. So I do think that we've had a very beautiful conversation about this. And I'll definitely say, do you have any final words before we wrap this? Okay, so I would just say, um, I would urge every young African out there to actually try to key into this because Web 1.0, we're not really, like, we, we didn't really participate that much. Web 2.0, we came in late. Mm. So where 3.0 is upon us So I think we should be at the forefront of this thing And try to actually key in We shouldn't just be We should like grab this thing and own it Like try to own this technology Because we are young right now We are seeing it We are mm. here when it's developing So we should try to key in and also become leaders in it That's just what I would try to say Because 
we should have been behind this time. Yeah, you know, that that just reminds me of when internet came and there was no internet in Nigeria yeah, like, and it took us a while. Yeah, do you remember that? that you, you, there need to be computer schools that mm-hmm. I had to go to computer school, go to Sabah Cafe to get internet yes. and all that. And so this Web3, like, let's key into this and we should so be leaders. Not. We should be leaders in this. Yeah, so that we're not left behind and we're yeah. not have, trying to play catch yeah. ups. We're not yeah, and I just prayed Nigerian government don't ban because they like banning things. Yeah. Oh my God, that's <laughs> it. I feel like that's it. But wait, is there a potential for it to be banned? Oh, I, I I don't know, but I know some people, once they don't understand something, they just use the banning. But, but I think other countries are right now, uh, maybe what they're doing, they're trying to regulate it, and some other countries are taxing. For they're, they're just taxing cryptocurrencies for your crypto gains, but I don't know the Nigeria situation. I pray there is a compromise, and I don't know. I, I hope there's a compromise because right now, crypto is still a bit. You you can't transact with crypto. Yeah. Right? You just well, people are still doing their P2P things. That that's the power of cryptocurrency. We don't really need. There's no centralization. You can't really stop. You can't hold one person to decentralize. You can't, yeah. But I feel like the government sometimes can find a way, and they tell you. It's this. not like the amount of money that was spent. On trying to like stop mm. it from using it is too much. Like that's why decentralized. Like imagine a technology that everybody around the world has. If you decide to stop only people in Africa, people in Europe has it. And basically, the way it is, it's accessible to anyone. You can just you can spin up your own node at any time. You can spin up your own node. You're connected. So how many people want to stop? Like you spend that's a whole lot of money, a whole lot of. I, I don't think any government will raise it that. Let's see how it goes. I think now, fingers crossed, and all prayers going heavy to say, oh, this is not stopped because it sounds very interested and we're excited about it. Yeah, I am. I am. Thank you very much, Raphael. It has been a very, very insightful conversation. And I do hope that everyone who's listening would agree with me. And so, guys, that's it for today's episode of What The Tech Africa. Do join me next time. Bye. What the Tech Africa, an Africa Tech Radio podcast powered by Techno Nigeria. Stop at nothing.